the book of first john chapter 3 from verse 19 the bible says now this is how we shall know that we belong to the truth and reassure our hearts before him in whatever our hearts condemn god is greater than our hearts and knows everything beloved if our hearts do not condemn us we have confidence in god and we receive from him whatever we ask because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him and his commandment is this we should believe in the name of his son Jesus Christ and love one another just as he has commanded us those who keep his commandments remain in him he in them and the way we know that he remains in us is from the spirit that he has given us praise god let us pray Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, with thanksgiving, we come before you this morning with open hearts, Lord, that you may teach us something new from your word that is going to help us to grow more in the knowledge of you, in wisdom that you help us to be transformed from inside out, that our minds may be focused on you. that our eyes will be fixed on you through every situation and every circumstance of our life in Jesus name amen so the topic for this meditation is redeemed not condemned redeemed not condemned and the bible tells us something very interesting that God is greater than our hearts and the fact that we when we go before the Lord when we in prayer seek him we have to do one thing we have to be confident in him we have to cultivate an atmosphere of confidence in us of God meaning we have to have faith in Jesus and it is true because this is how John 3:16 is established if we don't believe in him then we will not have confidence and we will accept condemnation not knowing that it is the opposite of what he came to do so it means it does not condemnation will not be coming from God instead we have to cultivate an atmosphere of faith and we are reminded that um we receive whatever we ask if we have faith if we are confident before the lord we receive what we ask for and the fact that also that pleases him it is impossible to please god without faith it is impossible to please him if we are not confident 
in him that he is who he says he is that he is merciful and compassionate that he is all love that he has loved us with an everlasting love that he came to die for us he did not come to condemn he came to save us so if we are not um we don't have faith in him then we will believe or cultivate an atmosphere of negativity and definitely that will not be pleasing to god and neither shall we be able to receive whatever we ask of him it does not please him because um it is as we are when we allow ourselves to be in contrary to what the word of god says then we cannot receive what we pray for we cannot receive and we are not pleasing him so the lord says that um he is the way the truth and the life we know that and then he says this is how we shall know that we belong to him truth is not a verb or something he does he is the truth it is in this case it represents a noun he is the truth the way and the life so if jesus is the truth then we have to reassure our hearts in him to believe him as he is to believe who he says he is and to accept what he came to do and um so that also reminds us one thing that our hearts have that ability to deviate away from um god's plan and purpose for us our hearts have that capability to deviate away from um from him when we are trying to focus on him in prayer when we meditate on him in our walk in faith in our walk with Jesus we have to be conscious of the fact that our hearts can easily deviate from him so what do we do we have to seek the truth and allow the truth of the word of god to purify our hearts to purify our hearts and to guide our hearts accordingly so that once our hearts are guided accordingly then the truth will transform our hearts and help us to be able to receive what the lord has spoken in his word Jesus came to save us for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him will not perish anyone who believed anyone who believes there's no condition or limitation attached to this anyone you know it is like free for everybody there's no condition attached but the most important thing is to believe in him to believe in him to have confidence in him to allow our hearts to be confident in his presence and to know that it does not matter um where we are or what is going on that is why he says that in whatever our hearts condemn for god is greater than our hearts so we have to 
we have to be confident in him and when we are confident then we receive whatever we ask for this pleases God that we have confidence in the one the one Lord Jesus Christ who died for us otherwise his death on the cross will be in vain if we do not believe that he is who he says he is and then we will not be able to receive what he has promised us if we don't have faith in him if we do not cultivate an atmosphere of faith in him being confident is to lay down everything at his feet and to acknowledge that it's not about us it's about him he did this one thing so that our lives may be transformed and if he did it it is because we needed it he died because we needed a savior to die for us we needed a holy god to die for us so that we can be transformed renewed revived and restored in his grace so in faith that this word is connected to other words of God that are going to help us to know, believe, and focus on this word, this topic that we are redeemed and not condemned, redeemed and not condemned. There is no human being on earth who has a right to condemn anybody. We are all in need of the mercy and the grace that Jesus died to give us. And so we should not accept that kind of attitude in our hearts, in our minds, in any way. And um, it doesn't please the Lord when we do. Because we are going to read what gospel of John chapter 3 and verse 17 says John chapter 3 and verse 17 it says God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world might be saved through him you see so (laughs) Just imagine if we go before the Lord or we seek, believe, and um, profess to have a relationship with Jesus, but condemnation also becomes a package that we embrace. We are doing contrary to what God expects of us and what the Word of God says. And it does not please him because it says clearly that God so loved the world he sent his son for one thing so that anyone who believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life and he continues to say that he did not send his son to condemn the world Jesus purpose is to save his coming provokes judgment and when some 
when some condemn themselves, it means they have turned away from he who is the light. And those thoughts are not engineered by the Lord. They are engineered by the evil one. So we have to be conscious of this fact and to embrace the truth, the truth of the word of God, the truth of why Jesus came, the truth that is contained in he who is the light of the world, the Savior, the Redeemer. And when we embrace the light, then... um, it is going to dispel all the darkness, all the darkness that could try to intimidate or to steal that fullness of God that is meant to be established in our lives. It is meant to be established in our lives so that we can um, thrive, so that we can thrive, so that we can possess what the Lord Jesus died to give us. So where there is condemnation, it means it is an obstacle. It is a barricade. It is a, a stronghold. So we have to face it and we have to pray that the Lord will dispel every darkness in us. Read the word of God and meditate on it. Meditate on why Jesus died, why he came to earth. And when the Lord removes it, then that place where it had come will be filled with the light, the light from Jesus. And when his light fails, that means the truth of God, the truth of who Jesus is, has been established in us. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And he came that we may have life abundant. So it also means that once that is removed, um, it will lead to abundant life the fullness of life because when we believe in a lie we are denying ourselves we are denying ourselves living in the fullness of what Jesus came to give us when we allow the truth of the word of God to transform our minds you see that means freedom has come because freedom is a state of mind Freedom has come. This is the freedom from Jesus that comes to set our minds free so we can worship him freely. We can love him freely. We can seek him freely. We can know him easily and freely. But if we believe in a lie that clearly is not um, encouraged in the word of God, then that is what um, is going to be like a wall between us and the Lord, between us being able to experience the fullness of what we are meant to experience in him, you know. And uh, it's only when the truth of the word of God, truth of who Jesus is, comes to cleanse us of that darkness, comes to cleanse us of that lie, that deception, then our lives are completely transformed. And then what John 3.16 says, so we cultivate an atmosphere of confidence 
in God, believing that Jesus is who he says he is, he's a king, the redeemer, the savior, he's our master, he's our Lord, he died for us, he's the lamb of God, and to believe that he died to set us free, that there is nothing he cannot do, he's a great I am the Elohim, that he is our God, that his love for us is beyond even any human expression that God is love that he his death on the cross is an expression of that love and with open hearts we can receive that love and that is a love that will transform us and help us to be able to experience the fullness of God in our lives this is how we are transformed to become what God intended from the beginning for us to be and to receive, to become and to receive what he has promised us. So as we walk in faith, as our lives are transformed, as our, our heart is raised to him, then there's no limit to what he can do in us and through us. There's no limit to what we can receive from him. And then, of course, we become uh, a wonder because when the Lord takes over, then that means our humanity decreases and his divinity increases in us. We live victorious lives. And when we read chapter 5 of 1 John, he says everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is begotten by God, is begotten by God. Verse 4, whoever is begotten by God conquers the world. And the victory that conquers the world is our faith. Who indeed is the victor over the world? But the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Praise God. So victory does not just become our portion, but we become victors in every challenge, in every battle. It means that we get a new stand in Christ, a new name, a new place. You know, it is all built on faith, built on faith. We, we experience that sense of belonging to him. We experience that sense of belonging to God and knowing, believing from deep down inside our hearts that we are His, then there's no limit to what we can experience. There's no limit to what we can become. There's no limit to what we can actually perceive. So we pray that the Lord will help us to embrace this word and that this word is going to transform us not just for a day but every day of our lives we may have an atmosphere of cultivating confidence in God and to renounce and reject every lie from the evil one to renounce and reject anything that does not represent God in us or in our lives and to accept what the word of God is talking to us about the truth of who God is, is revealed to us through his word. When we embrace it, then it will transform us definitely and we will live to experience the fullness of who Jesus is. And this is the truth that is going to draw our hearts to him. This is the truth that is going to give us the experience that we need in his divinity that he has already given us and presented to us in his word. 
desires that we be transformed to become like him. So let us pray, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. With thanksgiving, Lord, we offer our hearts, our minds, our lives to you. We welcome you once again into our hearts, Lord. Thank you for teaching us something new. We pray that this word will transform us, not just this day, but every day of our lives, that we may live each day experiencing the freedom that you have given us by receiving the truth of your word, the truth of who you are, that we may not be deceived or even misled, misguided by any negativity or evil or evil um, words, Lord Jesus, that we may be completely delivered from believing in deception, that your truth will purify, sanctify us, and be established in us, Lord. Let your love transform the way we think, the way we see, the way we imagine, the way we perceive you, Lord. Help us to believe in you, Jesus. We can do nothing without you, Lord. Help us to be confident that you are who you say you are, so that you may get to experience the fullness of what you died to give us. We give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise for who you are. It is in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.